football season is back, and I am extremely happy about that preseason. Welcome to Open Run with BTG, by the way. Sorry about that. You know what? Um, <clears throat> I mean, we still got some basketball talk to be talking about, but I think football football is back. You know what I mean? And and I got to give football it, it's a little bit of attention. It's still the preseason, right? You know, my Raiders played against the Seahawks. Uh, Nate P went out there and balled out a little bit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, I mean, it's nothing, nothing too much that we could take away from you know, preseason right now, except if you want to talk about some of the rookie quarterbacks, which I do not, by the way. But I do want to get to, I want to get back to basketball. Basketball has dominated the offseason thus far, right? And it continues to do, to dominate the offseason, which, which uh, you know, with dropping a documentary, and you had to, and when I say you had to be there, not literally there because most of us wasn't there physically, but we all seen it on TV. Hell no, yeah. If you go ahead, go ahead and log on to that Netflix account and pull up that uh, Malice in the Palace. Now, look, I'm not about to go through the Malice in the Palace history, exactly what happened and things like that, because for one, most of the people that listen to my show or my demographic, they probably had they already know about it. You know, this is vintage uh, sports right here. They already know about that, and I'm pretty sure they have already watched the doc. But I was also shout out to uh, what up though, Detroit based podcast. Those are my guys. Been following and listening to them for years, and I was listening to their podcast, and they gave their take on and they're Detroit Pistons fans, by the way, and they gave their their opinions on and the facts on the documentary and things like that, right? I got to say this, and I got to go back and listen to to what exactly they were talking about, but there were some things that I disagree with, which, by the way, it was some things that I disagree with on the doc. So, again, if you haven't watched it, go watch it. Matter of fact, stop this podcast immediately because there might be some spoilers. Go watch the documentary. I think it's somewhere around 40 minutes or something like that. Go knock that out. Go go enjoy 40 minutes of your life watching that. That was very good. Because to give the perspective on the players that was involved, I think one fan, um, you know, and it was it was a, it was a lot of backstory to some things some things that we didn't know or whatever. Because, you know, it was actually spoken from the player. It was a lot of backstories that uh, it wasn't that much new information. It was just newer information for people that uh, had already knew what ha- really happened. So, you know, I had an episode earlier this year, and it was around the time where the fans was tripping. Remember, um, the fan threw, I think, I, I think he either threw some popcorn on Russ. Um, there were some other... There were some other players that were being harassed and things like that. It was all like maybe a week or two of fans just tripping. And this was when cats were just getting back inside of the arenas. And, you know, I'm on the, I'm on, I'm on the player side for this. And, and I'm going to go even further and say I'm, I was on Indiana side the whole way. Because if you really think about it, I got to disagree with Jermaine O'Neal as well. And they broke down his backstory because they was breaking down his career and how that incident alone kind of affected his career after that. You know what I mean? Because he was a high school player. 
you know, still trying to find his way. And he was playing pretty solid. You know what I'm saying? They had championship pieces. Uh, clearly, Detroit had championship pieces as well. But, you know, I mean, you know, Detroit snuck one in. You know what I'm saying? But uh, honestly, we weren't looking at We haven't really paid attention to an Eastern team besides, uh, you know, besides what, you know, Bron's team. You know, Bron in Miami, Bron in Cleveland, uh, when he came back to Cleveland. But we weren't really paying attention to Eastern teams like that. You know, Boston had their run uh, where they were, uh, the cream of the crop for a cool minute, and they won the championship. And then you have, you know, you got the Bulls back in the late 90s. But after that, it was pretty much, you know, I mean, and, and then don't get me wrong, around the time the Knicks was good, Miami was good, you know what I'm saying? Miami did get one. Um, and But it just wasn't, it wasn't too many Eastern teams that we paying attention because it was a lot of one-offs. Remember, you know, um, Miami did get one with, uh, before Bron. You know what I mean? Uh, Detroit did get one against my team. You know, outside of that, you know, and, and Boston, Boston had got one. Orlando had made the championship around that time. So, and the, and the Knicks had, you know, uh, the Knicks had played against, um, who was it that they played? San Antonio. I think, what was that, 99. You know what I mean? So it was kind of like there wasn't too many, like, dominant Eastern teams until Miami went on that two-peat. You know what I mean? Um, and then we already know what happened after that. It was just pretty much shit, what, Golden State? And then, you know, Cleveland won, uh, whatever. You know how, you know, Toronto won one. But I have to disagree with Jermaine O'Neal. And I have to disagree with certain things that uh, what up though has said because if you really think about it, um, the act- where the actual fight started from, you know what I mean? Ben got mad, and again, backstory on that, which we already knew was a new was a new information. We had knew he had a family member that passed away. Now I didn't know it. I don't know if I knew it was his brother or if I did know it was his brother, but I do. I did know a family member had passed away. Boom, he was playing with a heavy heart. Right? And I get that. Ryan Artest antagonizes everybody. <laughs> and he plays hella defense. His offense was solid. Played hella defense. You know what I'm saying? I'm pre- pretty sure he was getting under nigga's skin, which he did. Or whatever. That push, that was a push from hell. If you if you all ever watch uh, WWF, there was a tag team called, damn, I forgot what their names was. But it was Bradshaw and... Um, and I can't even think of the other cat name. I'm drawing a blank. Anyway, they had a, they had this shit called the clothesline from hell, and that was one hell. Even though even though the clothesline in wrestling is one of the is a basic move, it's supposed to be one of the it was supposed to be one one of the power moves, but it is still basic. A clothesline, um, that clothesline was fucking ridiculous. They clothesline from hell was ridiculous. Bradshaw's clothesline from hell was ridiculous. Anyhow. That's what that push looked like <laughs> from Ben. <laughs> he put he shoved the soul out of uh, Artest. Metal world piece, whatever you want to call him. Two different people, by the way, but the same person. He pushed his shit out of him. Then, you know, shit escalated. <laughs> like someone said, 
this nigga Ben had took off like 50 million wristbands and headbands and shit like that and was throwing them. And and I'm not sure who said it, but they were right. Like, yo, if you you're you're at home, if you amp up the crowd, the crowd is going to like whatever you do, the crowd is going to respond because you're the home team. You know what I'm saying? Like they're going to respond to your gestures. That's just what it is. You know what I mean? Even if you're in a wrong, the crowd is going to is going to be on your side or whatever. So I feel like everything started from 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 Ben. I thought Ben started the whole thing. Now again, just because I said he started it and I said it's his fault, everybody has to be accountable for their own actions. Cause this is where I'm gonna disagree with Jermaine O'Neal. And when and this is another thing, this is what I want to put a disclaimer out about. I'm on the player's side here. I thought whatever I thought what they did look, so I felt like they should have gotten a suspension, right? But I should I don't think that the suspension should have been that bad. Like I, I felt like I felt like Ron Artest suspension shouldn't have been the whole season. I really truly believe that. And this is the reason why. He's at his workplace and he gets attacked. You know what I mean? Now, again, I know they want to set these boundaries between professional athletes and fans. But again, I'm going to go back to this. You wouldn't do that shit in the street. Those particular people, don't get me wrong, regular pedestrians, there's some crazy ass people out there that'll take that fade or try to hurt these athletes, et cetera. We've heard of athletes, you know, people next to athletes getting killed. You know what I'm saying? So they're just, you know, we've heard of athletes getting murdered before. So they're not untouchable. But the thing is, there's a certain amount, there, there's a certain type of people. These motherfuckers is crazy, gangsters, or whatever the case may be. Those are the ones that you need to watch out for everywhere. But we're not talking about no gangsters here. We're talking about regular ass pedestrians getting caught up in their feelings because their team was getting their ass whooped. And it's in the fucking beginning of the season. That's the cold part about it. And I, and I get it. Somewhat of a rivalry. I mean, again, maybe Detroit Cats and Indian uh, Indy Cats can can break down this rivalry that they got because the rest of the world don't really know about this rivalry. You know what I'm saying? And I get it. You know, maybe they had some run-ins in the postseason and shit like that, but I'm talking about a real rivalry. The Lakers in Boston, real rivalry, somewhat the Clippers. You know what I'm saying? Only because... We don't treat them like a rivalry because they don't ever win anything. They don't ever stop us from winning anything. Um, but we had it in against um, Sacramento, the Kings. You know what I'm saying? The Suns. Those were those were legit rivalries right there. You know what I mean? Like we had cats running in the tunnels to go fight each other. You know what I'm saying? We didn't like each other on the court. Um, we had battles back and forth with Phoenix. We had battles back and forth with Sacramento Kings. We had battles. You know what I'm saying? We have a different type of rivalry with, with Boston because, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a championship race, right? This, this so-called rivalry between, and the reason why I'm calling it that is because for, to me, I didn't, I'd never seen a rivalry between Indiana Pacers and the Detroit Pistons at all. 
So for them to for for that type of hostility to, <laughs> to transpire, like I don't I don't understand it. I really don't understand it. Anyhow, it happened, right? Reggie Miller in a suit. Actually, I got to give uh, Reggie Miller a lot of love because he was the one like, "Yo, no, nah, y'all not taking y'all not taking Ron anywhere." He was the one that was attacked first. This my guy, and how the fuck you don't know who Reggie Miller is? Don't, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Reggie Miller is not Michael Jordan, and what I mean, he's not a he's not a household superstar name like a Michael Jordan, like a Kobe Bryant. You know what I mean? Like a lot of the top tier superstar, but that nigga was well known. Let me tell you something. If that nigga was known, well known in any other arena, it would definitely be the fucking guard. It would definitely be in New York City. New York City, New York City as a as a whole know who the fuck Reggie Miller is. You know what I'm saying? That's a whole fucking all the boroughs of New York. <laughs> They know who the fuck Reggie Miller is. You know what I'm saying? Reggie's, all, all, you know, obviously from California, Riverside, California, so we know who he is. You know what I'm saying? Played for UCLA, and his sister is well-known as well. How the fuck you don't know who Reggie Miller is? One of the most clutch players of all time. He got some of the dopest moments in basketball history. He is probably the best player who has ever played for Indiana Pacers. You know what I mean? Now, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of people that got they, you know, not not really basketball fans like that and got their head stuck up their ass or whatever, and I would think some of them are officers or sheriffs and shit like that. That's fucking Reggie Miller right there. That's not just no random-ass nigga that came out of the court to save. Uh, a random-ass fan would come out of the stands when the whole fucking arena was trying to attack these niggas, and then you want to think one of them just so happened to be an Indiana Pacers fan and and like the staff and so on. Where the fuck was security at? <laughs> Where were they at? They, they 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 had to be called. Like you niggas have to call the fucking police, the sheriffs to come over there. That's fucking ridiculous. But anyhow, again, I'm I'm on Ron's side. Like yo, I I honestly believe that there are certain punishments that need to take place, right? In life, in general. Putting niggas behind bars for petty crimes and shit like that, sometimes that shit just don't work. Sometimes they need to get their ass whooped. Physical discipline. And then it's like we lose sight of who these who these humans are. Like, to me, I feel worse for, like, football players because they actually wear equipment, helmets and shit like that. So under that, you know, behind that, that face mask, Obviously, if you're a fan in the game, you know who it is. But these motherfuckers look like gladiators or robots or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Until they until they take off their helmet when it's an injury or these niggas drink some water or on the sideline or some shit like that. Like these motherfuckers is not looked at as human beings. Athletes as well. I mean, we've already had people come out and say, tell these niggas to shut up and dribble. So you already look at these niggas like they're dumbfounded and they're not supposed to be speaking on political issues and worldly issues. They just supposed to go out there and make sure these niggas win the championship for that particular city and that particular fan base. That shit don't work like that. Because when these niggas hang that shit up, these niggas are fathers, uh husbands, brothers, you know what I'm saying? Sons, all that shit. You know what I mean? And and it is crazy because on the flip side, if y'all see these niggas in the street, y'all worship them. Even if y'all don't like the players that play for that uh, team that y'all don't even like. It's it's true, bro. 
it's true. The players that you probably not even care about, not even just, not even hate, but you know, like I seen, um, I seen a couple of players after I went to a uh, a Clippers and Houston Rockets game, and I saw Clint Capella. This was when Clint Capella was on the team. CP, that was the 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 year that CP three and Rondo got into it, so he was suspended, so he didn't play. Melo was on the team. Melo was on the Rockets team, and um. I bumped into uh, to Capella outside the Staples Center, walking down the street with his brother. You know what I'm saying? Don't care for him or anything like that, but I know he's a ball player. He's dope or whatever. He played for Houston. When did he get an autograph? He turned that shit down. Or whatever. He said he don't give autographs, so whatever. Um, but, yeah, you still want to meet these players. You know what I'm saying? I bumped in, I bump into players all the time that used to play for the Clippers a lot. Uh and, and and it's just one of those things where y'all treat these cats different. Y'all might say a lot of shit online, but y'all see these niggas in person, and uh, and quite frankly, personally, y'all can't get to most of them, the ones y'all really talk shit about. But, you know, y'all see these niggas at the Drew League, and it's a different type of energy. That's all I'm saying. But it's like these niggas are human beings, though. They're human beings. They're you know they're 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 athletes. Don't get me wrong. They just so happen to work at their craft, or they're 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 just God gifted with the height and the talent. But that doesn't mean you treat these niggas like like whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all throwing shit at them for real though. And and at at some point somebody threw a fucking chair at Jermaine O'Neal. I'm gonna get to him in a minute. But that ass whooping that Ron Artest tried to you know provide it for those fans. Every bit of it, and 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 and, and um, and what you call it, um, uh, Jack, <laughs> Captain Jack, Stephen Jackson. Like I'm, I'm, he said what he said. He did what he did. Everybody rose that way, or at least real cats do. Not even real cats. Like your family members think that way. If my cousin, my brother, my sister get into a scuffle or something like that, I gotta go help regardless. If I'm not breaking it up, I'm in the scuffle. You know what I'm saying? And the players, the one thing, like, when these cats go to work, they they supposed to feel protected. The last thing they did, that they're supposed to be worried about is being attacked by a fan. That's the last thing that they're supposed to be worried about. Brandon Jennings was on Baron Davis' podcast and said, you know, the, the team that he played for, I, I forgot what over team, overseas team he played for, but he was like, bro, at one point we walked into a game with AK-47s, like with protection. Not them, not them the players, but, you know, the security that they came with. The rules over there is different where they can, they're allowed to throw shit at the players. You got to be fucking kidding me. And then when a player go into the stands and go whoop y'all ass or go con- uh, confront y'all, then it's an issue? Nah, man. Nah, nah. Just because they getting paid more don't mean you hold them to that. To that. No, 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 no. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. You treat them with respect, they're going to treat you. Because uh, they got to. Some of them niggas got to do shit that they probably really don't want to do. Press conference. Autograph signing. You know what I'm saying? They they already forced you to be a role model. Whether you like it or not, you can deny it, but whether you like it or not, Charles Barkley said it best. You know what I'm saying? So it's like they don't have to do some of this shit. But I'm just talking about the protection and I'm talking about the respect overall. Everything else has to do with what's in their contract and the rules and regulations of being in the sport, period. But nowhere in that rule book says fans are allowed to throw shit. 
They just had a fan. Watch this though. They just had a fan at the Rams and the Rams and the Chargers played in a preseason game. They trying to start up a in the same stadium rivalry or in the same city rivalry where these, you know, these cats had got into an argument and everything was stayed out of the argument until this lady threw a soda who had she had nothing to do with the uh the argument at all. Had nothing to do with it. And threw the shit and that turned into a scuffle which she was not involved in. She started something that she wasn't even involved in. And that's what I'm saying. That's that bullshit. And then when niggas get slapped up, they want to go and cry, cry wolf. Nah, bruh. Nah. Let they ass get whooped. Let they ass get whooped. And I understand there has to be some type of control. You know what? They came down on the players hard. They got to come down on the on the uh, on the fans even harder. Kick them niggas out for life. You should not be able to throw anything on a fucking court or a field ever. I don't care if niggas. I don't care if niggas get blown out. None of that shit. You gotta take that shit. And again, I understand under certain circumstances, <clears throat> niggas is getting uh, upset. You know, um, I, I I understand a little bit. I understand a little bit. Yeah, yeah, the emotions and shit like that. But throwing and spitting and shit like that. Come on, bro. Calling niggas bitches and stuff like that. Or talking about uh, people, families and kids and shit. That's bro. That's that's over the top, bro. That is over the fucking top. Cause to me, like it ain't even gotta gotta uh, get physical. If you talk about my kids, my wife, my family, or some shit like that. Bro, that's that's different. Now calling me out my name, I'm not gonna lie. That that's not gonna that's not gonna bother me. But everybody's not me. Everybody's not gonna receive the word bitch or something like that. I remember a lady calling LeBron a bitch. And then when he looked up, this was twice though. Call LeBron. It was two different instances where the lady called LeBron a bitch or stopped acting like a bitch, and she got removed, but her ass was quiet when he turned around. Then there was another one where um she was on the sideline. I mean, she was on a she was court side or whatever, and, and says, and they kicked their ass out. Her and her husband talking all that shit. Remember at the Golden State, Golden State versus Toronto, when that fan uh said said something to Cal Lowry, like yo, and if these niggas start slapping you niggas back, then what? Then what? Niggas tried to spit on Trey Young. Y'all niggas is weird, man. Y'all niggas is weird. So I'm going to get to Jermaine O'Neal. He was mad at Ron. He was mad because of how his, basically how his career changed. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, fuck that. If, I think Jermaine O'Neal enjoyed everything about that little scuffle. I think he did. For him to get upset at what Ron Artest said, like, nigga, you chose to get in that. Notice that it was only three players that got suspended. I mean, well, four total, but three on Indiana side. That means the other fucking players was not involved because they didn't. They decided not to hop in that shit. So it it was on you to do that. It was on you. Steven Jackson decided to run up in the stands and go help run our test. And he took that. Now, and for them niggas to get mad that I'm not mad at Ron Artest for wanting to leave Indiana. Not at all. 
Not at all. He said he wanted a different. He said he wanted a different space, a different look. He didn't want to face the fan. Now again, I think a phone call should have been awarded to both of them and explain that. But I'm tired of niggas talking about. You know what I'm saying? You should have let. I, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I shouldn't. I shouldn't say that because if you have a certain relationship, then yeah. I thought. I thought the Katie and Westbrook shit that was different. You know what I'm saying? If if that was a if that was a tighter relationship than with the niggas from Indiana, then I can understand that. You know what I'm saying? But nah, nah, you can't. I don't think you can get. I don't think you can get mad for a nigga to move on again. Now they were trying to build a championship piece. You know what I'm saying? They had the roster, and again, he even said that they were trying to do this shit for Reggie because Reggie was on his way out. So I get that. I totally get that. But for you to get upset and talk about, you know what I'm saying, we just we was in a di- I'm in a different space, you know what I'm saying? I didn't talk to this nigga. Nigga, you decided to do all of that. You decided to sock niggas. You you decided to do the punch from hell. And even though you didn't fully connect, you still rattled that nigga brains a bit. <laughs> so I don't see how niggas is completely mad at Ron Artest, man. I'm not mad. First of all, I'm glad that the player association is as strong as it is. But at the same time, bro, like, yo, that can't happen, man. That can't happen. That was some bitch shit. And I'm glad them Detroit fans got their ass whooped. I am glad. And that goes for anything. If if, if it would have been a, a malice in a fucking Staples Center, you know what I'm saying? If my fan base... <clears throat> Would have did some shit like that. I can't. I can't. I can't back that up. I cannot back that up. I can't. Even though the one of the dopest memes that we got is when Rondo and CP3 about to go at it or whatever. Rondo take off. You can see Nip in the background standing up. I think that's just based off of instinct. <laughs> that ticket was just ready to go. But that was a picture of him standing where he was supposed to be at and him reacting to just violence or whatever. That nigga never ran onto the court. He never ran onto the court. Never threw anything at anybody. But this fucking entitled-ass fan decided to throw something at a player that was going away from the chaos in which their one of their players kept trying to start some shit, kept throwing shit. And again, I'm not mad at Ben because Ben was emotionally going through some shit. He was. I still don't give him the right to be doing all that extra shit, but I can understand why he was doing the extra shit. Right? I understand why he was doing the extra shit. (sighs) At the end of the day, man, um, the message is, like, stop touching these players. Leave them alone. You know, they human. They got families just like we do. And their place of employment is on that court, which is for your entertainment. I don't want to go to, <clears throat> and this is supposed to be a, this is supposed to be family entertainment at the end of the day. I don't want to take my kids to uh, uh, a game. Like, I've never taken my kids to a Raiders game. I've been to a Raiders game before, but the Raiders versus anybody, let alone the Raiders versus the fucking Chargers, I'm not taking my family there. I'm not taking my family to a Dodgers uh, game and we playing the fucking Giants. I'm not gonna do that. You know what I'm saying? The way the, the way the fan bases be acting up and shit like that. I'm not about to do that. 
I'm not about to put my family on because motherfucking fans don't know how to act. And the cool part about it is, like now that that now if they're doing that shit is even worse because we're going through a fucking pandemic. We're not even supposed to be that close to each other. <laughs> we're not. Didn't Trey Songs get into it with a fan? Yo, man, these motherfuckers is weird, bro. They weird, man. Keep your hands off of fucking players. The message is, I'm rolling with Ron Artest. Don't know what the fuck Jermaine O'Neal is upset about. Stack, you know what I'm saying? Captain Jack, Stephen Jackson did his thing. David Stearns is, is an asshole because he was the only one that decided the punishment. And those fans should never be able to go to a fucking Detroit Pistons game ever again. Matter of fact, they should be blocked out of their fucking cable. Block their cable out so they can't watch the game. They got to go to the bar and go watch that shit. That's why I'm mad, son. <laughs> Overall with BTG, man. Rare Silence Network. I'll see y'all next week.